Sustaining health is one of WSU's identified societal grand challenges. Though some rates are improving, overall we live in an age where physical activity is low. According to the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, only one in five American adults meet desired physical activity. Less than three in 10 high school students get at least 60 minutes each day. Americans living in the South are less likely to be physically active than those in the West. Some physical activity is better than no physical activity. But by combining scientific research with physical activity, we know how to make that exercise we do do even more effective. The College of Education sports science program is top notch. Two undergraduate students earning their kinesiology degree have researched how resistance training can help people become better runners by improving something called running economy. They explain. Covering all aspects of teaching and learning, educational leadership and psychology, kinesiology, and sport management, it's Education Eclipse from Washington State University. Back here with Education Eclipse, and I've got two wonderful students with me, Bethany Pupava and Isabella Watt. Ladies, before I ask you anything about this topic, I want to I want to talk to you about rowing because I didn't know this, but you were both varsity rowers. I walked onto the team my freshman year and I rowed for three years and learned a lot. And then my senior year, I asked if I could be a coxswain. So I'm actually the small one steering the boat, making the calls. I get to kind of put together the race plans and push the girls and they carry me through the finish line. And so it's my understanding that the coxswain is sort of the bossy one. Is that true? Um, like I, I, one, she, yeah. uh, Isabella would like to take this one. <laughs> yes, I think that's true. Yeah, they have to be. We don't know what to do without them. You're trying to get eight minds all on the same page, and it, it takes a good leader and a, one with a good voice to do that, which you have both. And now there's going to be retribution since Isabella said that you're the bossy one. Now, of course, you're going to push her harder. Yeah. It's, it's all about retribution. Um, <laughs> your research is not about rowing. It's about running. Why didn't you do something about rowing? Uh, we both came into college before rowing, pretty avid runners. And also running is more, more people can relate to it than rowing. Rowing is kind of a unique sport. This is just me, but when I run, I just get bored. How do you get past that? It's practice. You just gotta, it's, I like running because it's time to myself. And I really, we're so busy throughout the day that it's nice to kind of like take some time like turn off all distractions. You don't have your phone with you. You're not thinking about what's what you have to do next, what's next in the day. And it's just, I don't know, it's time to yourself. It's quiet time. I think a lot of people struggle with having that amount of time to themselves these days. I so is laying on a beach. It's time to yourself too. But anyway, <laughs> let's, uh, let's get to this uh, research. Effects of resistance training on running economy. So I guess that begs the question, what is running economy? Can you not say like a normal person? Okay, basically it's, so the sciencey version, it's the energy demand at a given velocity um, at a submaximal rate. And this basically means it's the energy demand. So running economy talks about efficiency. So how efficiently can you run a piece? Okay, so even simpler, you're explaining it to a seven-year-old. Okay. So somebody that she has, can't do it, can she? I, I'm, I'm turning. I'm trying to turn off the kinesiology part of my brain right now, but it's it's when okay, somebody with bad running economy would go out for a run, and they would there. It's called your rate of perceived exertion. They would be like, okay, this mile is the hardest thing I've ever done. I am struggling right now. 
somebody with good running economy would be able to run that mile and they would need less energy to do so. So they are a more efficient machine, basically. So what about a guy like me who, it's the same thing you said about bad running economy, but for like an eighth of a mile. An eighth of a mile, same thing, yeah. That's that's how far I can go. Okay. That's a that's half a, half a lap, right? I'm close. So close. So so then, why did you choose strength training to research? Um, like, why strength training? What other variables could contribute to running economy? I mean, it couldn't just be strength training. No, but training is one of the most modifiable variables that contributes to running economy. We found a bunch of other variables, but it was like the environment, physiology, biomechanics, and anthropometry. So basically like the measurements of your body. Um, and a lot of those you can't really modify. And what we found with training is it's highly modifiable and it can actually have an effect on some of those other variables, such as your physiology. You can alter your physiology through training. And so we found that pretty cool. And so we investigated further and found that resistance training was actually a huge part of that training that we could change because it's not something that a lot of runners typically do in their normal training schedule. Uh, Just going off of that, when I ran my first half marathon, I had trained pretty well, but it was strictly a running plan. And as I was running, I was feeling pretty good, but at mile 10 was when I kind of hit the wall. My rate of perceived exertion that Isabella was talking about earlier just really went up. My knees were aching, my mile time had decreased, And looking back on that training, all I had done was run. And so as we were researching this, I kind of started to think what would have happened if I had added resistance training into it. So why did you decide to research this topic? I understand the strength training portion of it, but why this and why not something else like jumping ability or? I think it's our background in running that got us interested in it and we're both very competitive people and so the fact that we kept again time and again having these moments in a race where we would hit hit a wall really and the race would all of a sudden become so much harder than it should be we were really interested to just find out why this was happening and how can we stop it because it's slow it was slowing down our our race times and so we didn't like that we like winning what kind of training is there what kind of resistance training so just taking a really broad look at that first what exists out there that is popular uh resistance training is common with more free weights so you're doing things such as squats or deadlifts lunges those are some of the maneuvers that are really geared towards running uh runners muscles that they use and and if you just add more weight then that just becomes heavier resistance yeah, yeah. The For us, the heavy resistance training we were looking into was more lighter weight, higher reps. Uh, so that way you're not getting a huge increase in muscle weight, essentially. You're just more getting leaner and the getting faster. What is it called? Uh, it's less hypertrophy. <laughs> it's a big word, but it basically means you're not putting on as much mass. So if you... Um, Weightlifting, you can do heavy weight and low repetitions. And so you could load up your bar and only do like one or two squats. And that would be, that would give you a lot of hypertrophy. So you'd gain a lot of muscle mass because of that. But for running, that's not 
what you necessarily want. You want the strength gains, but you don't want the hypertrophy so much. And so what we found with doing lower weight but higher reps, you can actually avoid a lot of the hypertrophy but still get the muscle gains. I think you may have made up that word, hypertrophy. No, it's real. It's real. This is incredible. You're two of the smartest people that I've ever met, (laughs) and I just barely met you, but this is incredible. So what about as far as explosive um, movement? Of course, those who are involved in athletics or have been around it have heard of like plyometrics, for example. How does that play into it? Plyometrics is more hopping and bounding motions. So again, some common examples include box jumps or squat jumps. Uh, You're just adding more of the quickness and the jumping to it. And the big thing we found with plyometrics was that there's an increase in motor units. So you're getting more strength gains, more of your muscles working with less hypertrophy. So again, there's that fancy word. It just means, uh, again, you're building the strength, but without necessarily the mass and the weight of the muscle. So if you're looking at running economy, then that would be a more valuable thing than simply heavy weight. Definitely, definitely. Because also the more you weigh, the more weight you have to move while running. That sounds pretty simple because I'll I'll be honest, a lot of research, I I hear here's our methodology, here's what we find, and I still don't really understand the conclusions. Like what's it supposed to, to do? You're saying plyometrics will help you be have better running economy. Yeah, basically plyometrics and and the resistance training as well. It, it affects a number of factors for running, and probably the biggest one is it just it lowers your rate of perceived exertion. And so you can run a piece, and it'll feel so much easier than if you had just done a strictly running program. Let's say you were running for a half marathon. Mm-hmm. All right, that that's I'll put that on my bucket list today. 10 years from now. Um, If I want to train for half marathon, do you do a a mix of exercises? Uh, You do some, you know, some weight, some plyometrics, or do you do, do you like alternate days so that you don't get too far, you know, in one direction or the other? Because it sounds like, I mean, you want to build strength, but you need to build that, you know, that, that good stuff that comes with plyometrics. So first of all, we need to distinguish that if you want to run a half marathon, you do still have to run. The resistance training can't replace the running training. It only adds to it. And so what we would recommend is that you start with more heavy resistance training and start to build that strength base. And then closer to the race day, you can add in some more plyometric training and unload the weight and start to do higher reps for the higher resist or for the heavy resistance training. And that'll really give you that explosive uh, movement that you're going to want when doing the race. I know this isn't research based, but how, but there probably is research out there. How, how much of this have you now taken into rowing? Well, we do rowing's a little different because we do do quite a lot of resistance training because you need to have uh, power and explosiveness and endurance. It's just one of those sports that you kind of need it all. Um, but one thing that I've found personally, I I've done two half marathons in my life, and I did my first half marathon. It was strictly running, and I had the same thing. Bethany felt hit the mid midway point and was just totally exhausted. My second half marathon was a year later and I was really into rowing at that point. So I was doing heavy resistance training at the time. And that combined with rowing gave me this strength and power that I had not had before in my other half marathon. And I 
saw the results in my mile time and it was just super consistent and I actually negative splitted meaning that I ran the second half of the race faster than I ran the first half of the race so my my speed increased as I crossed the halfway point and across the finish line so it has a huge effect on it I can't even fathom running the second half faster than the first that's incredible (laughs) two incredibly athletic and smart ladies anything else you want to add you should get out for a sunset run if you get bored running pullman has some beautiful sunsets so that's what i would recommend yeah i i I drive there (laughs) (laughs) all right well thanks very much bethany pupava isabella watt you're awesome go cougs thank you for listening to education eclipse a college of education podcast from washington state university